You are now entering the Bloodless. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. That's right. And we are blasting your way from Sherman Oaks, California. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> on an incredibly windy, crazy day that we're having out here. Yeah. It um, it was so windy, it broke my gate yesterday. I heard about this. It uh, snapped the wood in, in half. You better fix that. I'm going to fix it. I'm, I'm like, okay, I like DIY, but like, when I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not on Mother Nature's schedule. Yeah, I'm just like, I have enough to do. Thank you. You do. You do. You're a very busy adult with lots of important things to do. Exactly. That's, you know. I have to eat. Right. Occasionally sleep. Yeah, like replacing wood slats on a fence is no part of this. No. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> look, we're trying to get people to look on the bright side, okay? So what's the bright side of this? The uh, bright side of this is I do like DIY. Oh, then why were you fucking complaining about it a second ago? Well, it's, I like doing my own DIY. Sure, so. well, now you can schedule it and do it on your time. Yeah, it's true. And I like playing with my giant saw. Your what? My giant <laughs> <laughs> I have a giant I saw. I thought that was going a different direction. Oh. <laughs> what kind of giant saw? I like saw? playing with wood. Oh, sure. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> but what is it? What giant saw do you have? I have a giant miter saw. Miter saw? What is... Th- it's like I'm angles. not very handy. Oh! I'm handsy. Oh. Yeah, no, <laughs> not handy. I I always what thought is... you were handy. No, no. God, no. Well, uh, I used to actually... I was... I, I made a living as a handyman for a little while. But the gayest handyman you could ever imagine. Wait, I'm confused. If you're well, not handy, but you made a living doing handy things... Well, it's a very specific type of handiwork. Is it, it just was... blowjobs? No. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a living at that in a while. <laughs> um, but... I was working for my aunt. Okay. All right. Who's an interior designer. This I didn't is, know she was an interior oh, yeah, designer. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and this was years ago. And so what I would do for her was she would get a job and then I would install the window treatments. So okay. that's what I can do with my, with my but, like hand, hand, handy skills is like drill like window treatments. But that's, that's impressive. It's not that impressive. Isn't that, is, is it like baseboard for windows, basically? Baseboard? What's? I don't even know what that is. No, it's like curtains and like, the, the, the... What? Oh, you would do the curtains, curtains. and the curtain rods. Curtains, rods, okay. and, and curtain rods all the things. Curtain rods are a pain in the ass. They are. I mean, so it's not like it doesn't make anything. But... easy. Like, you have to be straight and... No, you don't. Well... <laughs> <laughs> but if you think of a handyman, you don't generally think of them doing curtains. You know what I'm saying? Like, exclusively. I did my, I did my house curtains. <laughs> sure. We hired but you someone. also like built your house basically. Well, I demolished part of it. Essentially, yeah. 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 You've done you you do actual like construction work, okay? I, I, I put made, up Venetian blinds. I it's... made that hole behind you that I filled up with foam. Oh. I fell into the door. Why are we talking about you and holes again? <laughs> 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 Why is this completely like the thing that we talk about when we get together now? You and your holes. I, I have several. You have so many holes. <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> We're fascinated. Why is there a hole holes? in the wall? I fell into it. Uh, well, I didn't fall into the wall. I fell into the door. This sounds then... a lot like a politician's like, I tripped and I fell into it. I, I just fell. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's listeners, it's just at the right height. <laughs> 
I do not have time for splinters in my wood. Okay, yes. So there's a hole, and you've filled it with cock. <laughs> no, with foam. Oh, a frothy I'm foam. sorry. It looks like a, it looks like a big white cock. Yeah, well, yeah, it looks like there's okay. a lot of cock. Anyway, you're very, you're, <laughs> we're very handy people. You are anyway. Uh, and so yes, and here we are in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> talking about this. Uh, the bright side about hand, needing, needing to be handy is that you get to make all these uh, jokes and innuendo. Absolutely. Totally true. And that's uh, half of what we do here on The Bright Side. So you're listening to The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. And uh, what we do is we're going to find some terrible thing in mm-hmm. the news of uh, or history. Uh, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, hopefully have a good time with it. And then, at the end, so stay tuned. We're going to find the bright side. We're going to find out <laughs> what good came out of that situation. Yeah, exactly. And and generally speaking, you can you can generally find something good that came out of anything bad. I think you can always find something good that came out of something bad. Yeah, always. You may have to search. Yo, like, you're gonna may, search. That's what we're not, here for. You know, like it, it may be deep in the bowels of your washing machine, but you Why will are find we that now sock. deep in bowels. Lord. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> you just are obsessed. Anal is fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's hard to argue. You can't deny it. <laughs> it's not about gear straight, guys. It's about having a prostate, all right? Yep, that's all I'm saying. And you all do. And a butt. Yeah, which I assume you all do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jason's getting some very serious side-eye from me now. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what we do, and uh, hopefully if you've tuned in before, then you know this. It's your daily dose of uh, good news. And if you haven't... Weekly, anyway. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to The Bright Side. Uh, if you haven't yet, please toddle on over to iTunes and rate us, review us. Other people can find the show that way. Yep. And you can, uh, if you think of any tragedies that you want us to talk about, uh, you can write us to our Gmail account, thebrightsidewithkevinandjason at gmail.com. Yep. Always looking for episode suggestions from you. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, let's get right into it, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Today, uh, also the first time, the first segment every week, we are calling The Bright Spot. Yay! I love The Bright Spot. Because Jason T. Gaffney has, uh, I do too, has gone and found the topic and done all the research on the topic we're talking about today. So all, so... What that means is that every week I do a two-minute Google search, and I bring you, <laughs> <laughs> and I bring you some fun news. And this week it's a really fun one. Okay? I, I'm excited. Ready to talk about the bright spot? Yeah. All right. This week in Israel, a family lost their Siberian husky dog. What? Sad. Right. Yeah. Any pet owner? We're pet owners, and the thought of losing your dog is terrifying. Yeah, know? absolutely. Of course, and, and you know, it's terrible. Well, this dog was possibly found, but right there was missing dog reports went out, and some police found a, a dog that looked like it. That some uh, it was days later uh, that some teenagers uh, in Israel had like brought had found you know on the street. Okay. And the uh, police contacted the dog owner to say we think we might have found your dog. Okay. Right? And the owner said that there was a very easy way to find out. Whether or not the dog was his. Okay. And that was to play the dog a song. Okay. A specific song, an Israeli song. So the officers did, and this is uh, what they found the dog responding. That's the officers playing the dog the song. That is the dog singing along with the song. Oh, because apparently that dog 
When you play that song, <laughs> sing along just that way. Oh. That's so cute. It is. So that is how they identified the dog. That's how they identified the dog. I love that. And the lost dog was found in I Israel. Love, that is a really great bright spot. I know. It's really, it's it, like nothing bad happened there, really, except for the dog was lost. There was the well, dog. Well, that was a, 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 a scary moment. A scary and moment. And they found, they found a dog. Yeah, but if you're looking to see that really adorable video, just like search for like Israeli husky lost dog singing just a, a you know, un- adulterated lovely thing that happened in the world so i love just that think about that happy dog who was reunited with his owner because he can sing well the dog not the owner and <laughs> <laughs> on that note we're gonna the owner has a terrible singing voice oh yeah i didn't realize that was a part of it well I, I, this this story does end on a downer sorry <laughs> <laughs> like, all i can think about is like miranda sings now yeah. from uh, youtube i love miranda sings i don't know if this is Look it up. Okay, it's, moving on. Uh, we're... It's, for, it's for young people. Oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time I think you're not going to call me old, you do. <laughs> <laughs> what a shithead. <laughs> here's the thing. I like making that no, joke. here's the no, thing. Because cause Kevin does not look old at all. Uh, he looks incredibly young and vital. I hate you. <laughs> all right. Don't start now. So, uh, the T in Jason T. Gaffney stands for the middle T in shithead. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for, like, terrible. No. Oh, that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I chose the T because S is hard for me to say. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> all right, this is the uh, first part of a two-parter. What? Yes. We have two-part episodes? It's, a two, it's our first two-parter. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. And so it's it's a double tragedy. Great. There's a bright side well, to both. Okay. And, uh, and so we're going to take a, we're going to take a, a jump in. All right. So we're getting into the meat of the story here. Yeah, we're, we're getting, getting into the tragedy that we're going to discuss. Exactly. And what are we talking about today? Well, uh... Welcome to 1665 England, governor. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's oh. a nasty bout of black death you brought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for giving me an opportunity. <laughs> that's great. He could tell I needed to cough. And, yeah. and, and he wrote it right into the script. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. So uh, let's learn a little history about the black death. Sure. <laughs> so, the... Oh, are you going to do Cockney accents the whole time? Not the whole time. Good. But part... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible Muriel. Um, the first pandemic was from 1347 to 1351, and roughly 75 to 200 million people in the Eurasia area died. Million people. Million. 75 to 200 million? Yeah, they're not That's quite That's a difference sure. of 125 million. Yeah, there's a lot of that. The stats this. are they're a little loose, is these, all I'm saying. The historians here are all like, we're not sure, but we're going to estimate within this 150 million. Sure. Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is pre-census, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, the but they do know is that the... I'm Euro- sorry, that was also four years. 1347 to 1351? Yeah. Killed maybe 200 million people in four years? Exactly. Okay, so bad. Really bad. Like, really bad. Yeah, it was about uh, 30 to 60% of the population was wiped off the face of the earth. Holy instantly. shit! In, of Euro- the European population? Right. Oh, God. And then they said the world dropped from like 450 million down to about 350 million. 
And and that and I first I was like, wait, that doesn't add up to two hundred million. Nope. But then I realized people get born, so aha, uh-huh. yeah, they do. They keep that keeps happening. <laughs> they keep getting uh, birthed. Uh, <laughs> the population wouldn't recover to its original number for about two hundred years. Jeez, that's how devastating it was. Um, All the, or or you know, gave us more time. <laughs> <laughs> A little more time. <laughs> yeah. To, you know, to fuck it up on our own. Right? Oh, because okay. now we're like, it's way too much. It's like the Earth is going like, no, 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 it's time for another one, uh, basically. Yeah. Uh, Earth may be thinking about another culling soon. I hope not. <clears throat> I hope not, too. But with the way the Mother Nature's been blowing around here lately. I, I'm like, bitch, <clears throat> stay with my strawberries. Wow. <laughs> you have a very complicated relationship with her. I love Mother Nature, but sure. when she pisses me off, uh-huh. I... Clap it's, back. It's love hate. Um, I it's don't clap love. back well. No, because I'm a <laughs> no. You're a person, sad waspy man who's right. just like, well, I'm offended, so I'm just going to say something snippy and well, walk away. Yeah, you try. <laughs> she like breaks your fence, and you like swat uselessly at the air. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. No, stop it. <laughs> um, so there were epidemics from of the uh, Black Death or mm-hmm. the plague until the 19th century. The 1800s. Okay. Yeah. The plague is brought to you by the, uh, I looked it up earlier, Your Yersinia pestis bacteria. I think this plague is brought to you by the Yersinia <laughs> pestis bacteria. This episode. Yeah, is... when you care enough to give the very worst. <laughs> um, so anyway, I learned a lot from the um, Centers of Disease Control mm-hmm, site, mm-hmm. Uh, the CDC. Sure. Um, there are three different types of plague. Oh. The uh, bubonic plague. Sure. The septicemic, septicemic, septicemic it plague looks like, yeah. and the uh, pneumonic plague. The pneumonic plague yes. is when the plague stands for something else, or when the plague <laughs> helps you remember other things. It's like yes. I'm thinking plague. I remember when I wasn't sick and died. <laughs> when I have, now that I have the plague, it reminds me of when I was happy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oi, Mary, remember when we weren't dying? <laughs> yes, yes. Darling, yes. oh, that was a time. And my limbs weren't falling off, eh? Oh, yes, I, I do fondly recall <laughs> when you had all of your limbs. Including me dick. Oh, that was my favorite of them. It's uh, gone. Oh, I know. Don't um. I know it? <laughs> I just smoosh up against you now. <laughs> the idea of people with the plague still having sex is mortifying. It's really not a... Well, if things seen, are falling off. I know. Oh. So, bubonic plague comes from the flea bites. Okay. Um, their their symptoms are uh, fevers, headaches, chills, weakness, and one to multiple swollen lymph nodes. Okay. And they're, they, the lymph nodes, when they're swollen, are called um, buboes. <clears throat> yeah. Say it again. Buboes. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. But... Bubos. <laughs> it's like Mufasa. It Mufasa. Is. Bubos. Bubos. Okay. Sure. So, um... Get your bubos off of me. <laughs> oh, gross. You have too many bubos. <laughs> Keep your laws off my bubos. Did you see her bubos? She must have gotten implants. Mm-hmm. Those are injected for sure. Yeah. So the septicemic plague comes from also from flea bites. Okay. Or from handling a contaminated animal. Okay, don't do that. Or it can be gotten from an untreated bubonic plague. What? So, like, bubonic plague can morph into the septicemic plague. So they've named the bubonic after the bubos. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, I'm guessing. I'm <laughs> doing a little bit of word association here. <laughs> You're doing research on the Bubo fly. is actually a mnemonic for the bubonic. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, it can be gotten from untreated bubonic, or its symptom and the symptoms are roughly the same as the first, with uh-huh. the added bonus of abdominal pain, shock, shock, bleeding into the skin and organs. Oh. And if that wasn't enough, your skin might die and turn black and uh, die. Hence the black death. Yes. Uh-huh. Fingers, toes, and noses are the top winners of this particular <sighs> event. <sighs> so, like, I'm just like you looking over, and you're like, ugh. You've got shit on your face. Now it's in no, me face. No, it's my nose falling off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Oops. So the final one is the Don't new... Don't sneeze. <laughs> Achoo! Oh. It's everywhere. <laughs> Literally. So the um, final one is the pneumonic plague. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes from the others. With it, uh, uh, coughing into your lungs. What? So like you can. You so you can, get everything you get with the other ones plus. Wait, what? Yeah, you get. Uh, what, so so it's you can either get this one from people coughing into your lungs. Oh, what? Or... Who's coughing into your straight into your lungs? <laughs> Who do you allow to cough into your lungs? I am a married person. Never in my life have I ever let someone cough into my lungs. Have is this you, a thing that they were doing? Have you ever accidentally burped into someone's mouth when making out? Yes. Because I've done that. Yes. And is it roughly the same idea? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's there's a small part of me that thinks it's hilarious because the cheeks puff out. <laughs> <laughs> the other person's never happy. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you just burped into their mouth. <laughs> it's, it's a wonder you weren't married before. <laughs> I can't I can't believe it took you... It, it, I can't believe someone didn't snatch you up when you were just a baby. I, I mean, God. I have my own issues. You like... Okay, so Jason T. Gaffney likes burping into people's mouths. I don't... I don't go out of he my loves way. It. He loves it. <laughs> I don't go out of my way to do it. When you get old like me, you'll grow out of that. <laughs> you have your own issues. I have many issues. Sure, yeah. Burping <laughs> into... Fuck you. <laughs> Burping into people's mouths is not one of them, unfortunately. So, so you can get the mnemonic one from either of those. Uh, okay. From either getting coughed into the lungs. Mm-hmm. Or from uh, not treating the pre- two previous forms. And basically, all I can think about is, like, the plague is like Pokemon. Hmm? It, like, evolves. Oh, you gotta catch them all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. All of them germs. Yeah. Oh. Come on, bitches. Gotta oh, catch them all. So, like, Bubonic is like a water <laughs> Pokemon, and then the Septicemic is a fire Pokemon, and, and then, yeah. I don't know, the last one is what? Okay. What's the really rare one? I don't know. The really rare one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mewtwo? Okay, sure. Depending on which plague you have at which time, that's not, you have to just say the name, like the Pokemon, you have to be like, Bubonic, Bubonic. What? Bubonic. Oh, is that the only thing you can say? <laughs> yeah. It becomes, when you're at the last stages, all you can say is Septicemic. Yeah. Septicemic. If you could only say one thing, it would be great to have it be like a complicated word. Yeah, like Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You can't even say that and you're not even sick. Wait, are you? Uh, Bubonic. <laughs> Jason has the black lungs. tongue, which is kind of fun for him because he's so white. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's true. Um, so all the symptoms are the same as the prior ones, along with a rapid pneumonia, giving you the pleasure of a short breath, chest, chest pain, cough, and bloody watery mucus. Uh, this version is the only version that can be spread person to person without a flea. But with a burp into the face. I don't know if you can do... I don't think burping gives it to someone else. I think it's... I think if a cough into a lung... If you're making out with someone and you burp into their mouth, they have what's in your lungs. Let's just be honest. I don't want a victim shame here, but if someone's making out with someone who has the plague... Victim shame? You are the perpetrator. (laughs) No. No. I'm talking about like if someone gets the plague from someone burping into their mouth, I'm like, well, you maybe shouldn't have been making out with them. They have the plague. Okay, but you know, you don't necessarily know... 
And if you're kissing someone, you're kissing everyone that person has kissed. That's that's. I learned that you don't in Texas in sex ed. In fact, that's all I learned. That's all you learned. That's right. That's all they learned. And learn. don't have sex and don't use condoms. What are those? What? <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately, I have not impregnated impregnated my wife accidentally. Your wife? That's correct, because I don't have one. Oh, so. But if I did have a wife, I would know how to not impregnate her accidentally. Well, you wouldn't, because you might burp into her mouth, and then she'd get pregnant. That might be how it works. Again, <laughs> I did sex ed in Texas, so could be. Yes. Uh, anyway, that now that we're thoroughly horrified, yeah. um, let's learn a little bit about that last great uh, pandemic for London in uh, 1665. Sounds good. So the websites I looked at mentioned that in 1664 that a comet was in the sky, basically. And, the whole year? Uh, for part of it. Okay. And people, like, freaked out. They're like, something bad's coming. Sure. There's something in the sky. We're in 1664. We don't understand anything. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand toes. This could be what destroyed the dinosaurs. What are dinosaurs? Yeah. Who, who's a dinosaur? What? <laughs> if you're going to say me. No. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I love that you you inflicted your own I, self-damage. I, I, I'm super on edge now. I know. I'm only old. I, for everyone at home, I adore Kevin. So oh, the feeling is mutual. Yes, uh, I also adore me. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead. <laughs> so they were right. Bad shit was coming, but not because of the comet. Um, although no. there's people out there that think well, that the comet... says you. Well, there's people that think the comet had microbes that entered the atmosphere and led to the plague or something like that. Okay. I don't know. It, it, they, they haven't proved it one that, way or another. That doesn't it's, sound it's, very it's, plausible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. But I think it would have happened the first time they had a plague, not the, like, tenth time. Of course, if you could prove it, that means that you also proved life on other planets. Right. Like, outside it's of the solar Yeah, like, Exactly. So anyway, th- this particular rendition of the plague started in a poor part of town where there were a ton of rats and fleas in the parish of St. Giles in the Field. Um, What's St. Giles in the Field? That's the name of it. Like, literally, I'm just like, really? Like, okay. I'm going to call this neighborhood St. Giles. In the Field? No, dancing, maybe. St. Giles, but St. Giles isn't enough. We have to have more. It has to do something. Yeah. St. Giles playing a lute oh. on a mountaintop. With a goat in attendance. It seems a bit long. <laughs> All right. Uh, St. Giles uh, in a taxi cab. Uh, What's a from... taxi cab? I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> coming from Royal Albert Hall into uh, the tube. What's the tube? I don't know. This <laughs> 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 is just, just coming to me. I, I, I mean, I know what a field is. St. Giles. Oh, a field. In a field? St. Giles. I like it. All right. We'll go with that. Chip, chip. Yes. All right. Next. Essex. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> it's fine. It stands. St. <laughs> Giles needed more. Essex is fine. Essex. <laughs> so at this time, London was still in its original, completely original form. Uh, and the buildings were crazy close to each other and poorly built. Okay. Oh, I remember what I was going to write earlier. Oh, fine. The The plague inspired the song, um, the, the song that's like, Ring around the rosies. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Rosies, ashes, ashes, right. we all fell down. Yeah. Well, the, there originally was another word, dead. Oh. And they we omitted all, it. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down, dead. dead. <laughs> I like that they've lost it because it doesn't really have a spot in that rhythm. Well, because basically they're talking about... They would have... This was like ways they would try to treat it or something? Well, the posies... We're going to get to the posies later. Oh, fine. Yeah, because posies are flowers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Unless or... it's like slang for something I don't know. Uh, it yeah. is British. They use torches instead of flashlights. Fanny means vagina. It doesn't mean butt? Nope. Not over there. Oh. That... Jason's mind is blown right now. 
So if Unlike you say any other part of Jason, wait, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you are you are struggling with this knowledge. I just so if you say that man's got a fanny. Well, if you're in America, people will say yes, he does. And why are you talking like you're in 1862? But okay, uh, in in England, they'll be like that's transgender. Trans- that's the fanny. terminology we use. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at this time, London's. Really close, and the buildings are shit, right? Okay. Uh, and if that wasn't bad enough, the streets are basically covered in feces and urine from animals and people alike. Sure. So basically, like, the people are throwing their shit out the windows, yeah. and the animals are just shitting in the street. Absolutely. Burping uh, into each other's mouths. It's mass hysteria. It's craziness. <laughs> it's not mass hysteria. It's normal. Coughing and <laughs> straight into lungs. Like, it was the first, the first CPR. <laughs> oh, he's choking. Cough into his Cough lungs. Cough into his lungs. It might help. <laughs> We don't know anything. <laughs> they uh, they hired rakers to basically remove the sewage and uh, and place them in giant piles outside the, the city. First worst job. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it smelled like so bad mm. that people walked around with hankies covering their mouths mm-hmm. like all day, or uh, nosegays mm-hmm. in front of their noses. Nosegays are floral bouquets. I know what nosegays are <gasps> because I worked in a florist. Have you literally done every I've job? I've done everything. <laughs> Name a thing. Butcher. Did it. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> I was genuinely impressed. <laughs> I was like, you better cut I've that cut meat. meat. Yeah. I've cut meat, but uh, no. Not, um, like, officially flayed it and, and you know, that thing. It's like, Mah, stop flaying me. <laughs> <laughs> You're someone who hasn't worked in a butcher shop, usually. Well, okay, two things. Uh, we don't do them when they're alive. Oh, okay. And cows don't talk. <laughs> Mur- Murder. <laughs> cow, 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 cow. That's all they can say. <laughs> what if animals could talk, but they can only say really stupid shit. Like Pokemon. Uh, yeah, well, right. cow, cow, cow. That's a good point, actually. Sheep. Sheep, sheep. <laughs> or the screaming goat. Goat! Oh, God. <laughs> So, I love the idea of nose gay because it's like nose happy. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that makes because sense. Because gay meant so happy. you're walking around with flowers in front of your nose because everything is the worst. Yeah. And it smells terrible. Yeah, so the city smells that bad. Okay. And if that wasn't bad enough, the air was filled with its, like, black smoke from factories. Ugh. I guess whatever factories they had back then. And people had to dodge shit being flung out of homes. Ugh. So, like, you could get covered in feces on your way home. You know what this reminds me of? We both lived in New York. The drip. Oh, oh yeah. No. If you've never lived there, you don't know, but if you're walking around the city in New York, and probably in downtown areas of other places. Yeah. But sometimes you'll just get hit by a drip of something. On your face. Yeah, and you hope that it's water from an air conditioner. But you don't know. You don't know. No, you don't know, and it's just It's the drip and it's the worst. Yeah, I yeah. had friends. Which is, you know, it's the worst for us. And, you know, there's, but but imagine if it was, if you could really pinpoint it and it was right. poop. <laughs> <laughs> or like diarrhea. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's exactly. like super wet and soaks you. Oh, yeah. And not knowing is way better than that. <laughs> knowing that. I think. So right, we have it pretty easy. Um, the drip is terrible, but it's better than that. Oh, yeah. So, in addition to all of that, the city was, like, vastly overcrowded, mm-hmm. and about a quarter million people... Not for long, I feel. <laughs> I feel like. A quarter million people lived just outside the city in makeshift buildings, uh, and, and they turned bigger, nicer homes into, like, tenements. Because mm-hmm. I guess there was, like, this period of time where, like, the original 
king got executed and they started putting in parliament and all that stuff like this was around that time okay and uh so a bunch of like the royalty loyalists like moved out of london because they're like this is not good for us we don't want to get executed mm-hmm. i mean in people... france people's heads are being cut right yeah off. so mm-hmm. it's like hello you've got a nice hello. head there goodbye yeah <laughs> <laughs> hello goodbye yeah. <laughs> so so basically it, it the, the, the tenement's were soon, like, rat-infested because they weren't being clean because they'd be on money, blah, 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 you know, sure. shitty times, right, literally. No, poor people are gross. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm that's not... Your, that's your message. Here. I'm not... That's what you are saying. I'm saying... They poor were being, people are disgusting. They were that's being what... shat upon and there wasn't anything they could do. Right, that's what you are saying. I'm not they saying... They are disgusting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> so, as we learned back then, they didn't have an official census, mm-hmm. so that's why they couldn't tell if it was 75 million to 200 million the first time mm-hmm. round, first go round. Right. But they suspected about 384,000 to about 460,000 people lived in London at the time, uh, with the oh. next largest city in Great Britain being Norwich, and they only had about 30,000 people. So, so it was like a substantial difference. Yeah, of people. like 10 times mm-hmm. the number of people in right. London than anywhere else. Okay. So, and at that time, there was no need to tell anyone if someone had died. What? They're like trying to keep records of it, but like you weren't legally obligated. Oh, you, sure. They're just like, well, they're dead. Nobody gives a shit. Well, you should probably tell the kids. I mean, there were people who just disappeared. Well, back then. sure, but I'm saying if someone dies, you should tell their children. I mean, you should. You, yeah. You should, morally, but there were people who probably didn't. They're just like, your dad went away. He went to a farm where he's running around with lots of other dads. We turned him into glue. Mm. <laughs> That's way worse. <laughs> like the horses. Horse, horse, horse. <laughs> so, most of the people who kept records were called Searchers of the Dead. Oh, uh, that is a cool job title. Though. I know, it's a cool job title. Yeah, what They're do you like, do? I search for the dead. Oh. Although, they were just, generally older women, so I, they're... And they were illiterate. I'm a raker. Oh. <laughs> I rake shit. <laughs> You're a searcher for the dead. I was going to change my accent and be like, Oh, I'm a, a searcher of the dead! What are you, a vulture now? An old woman. Oh. That's my old woman. They didn't let old women do that? No, that was exactly who did it. Oh. Yeah. So basically... <laughs> They, they. My thing is, they like they brought that's them. Kind of weird. You have the old women doing the searcher for the dead, and you've got the young, healthy men raking the shit. Yeah, that's weird. Basically, they brought the morgue to you. They're like, <laughs> here we go with a show, a little yeah. puppet show. Your family's dead. La, la, la. Your family's dead. Here we go, and they're dead, and we can tell that they're dead. Tell the kids. <laughs> your father went to the farm, <laughs> and so they would take the person off your hands. And you pay them. Oh, sure. So, yeah. like, this is the bring out your dead moment. Well, sort of. Back then, like, you had to find them, and then they'd come to you. Mm-hmm. We'll get to okay. this bring out your dead later. So the, these people were often hired by parishes, and they would they would hire people down in their luck and looking for a handout, since families of the dead would pay them for taking the body. So that that's where like older illiterate women who knew a little bit about illnesses, oh. yeah. And but the problem is they would be open to taking bribes because they're destitute. Bribes? So, yes. So, he's not exactly dead yet, <laughs> but we really I, don't like him. I don't know. I like to take dead people. I understand, but maybe I could. you could see your way toward, perhaps... Is that, is that a five-pound note? That's, uh, yeah, perhaps it is. Oh, uh, where did that come from? I mean, maybe for a ten-pound note, I could lock him on the oh, head. look, unfortunately, here's another five-pound oh note. Uh, no, he looks dead to me. He looks pretty dead to dead me, Dead of old age, oh. at the ripe old age of ten. He's... he's <laughs> Don't tell the children. I was thinking it wasn't. Wow, you're mean. You're mean for me. 
yeah. it was my my drunkard husband. Oh. For you, it was like a cute little ten year old boy. I mean, this is the dark ages. Well, yeah, yeah, it is now. Ten was you were a grown up at ten. Holy crap! Get to raking. Wow. <laughs> no playing for you. You're mean. Scoop up that shit. You're so mean. Well, they're old. Please, I'm just in fourth grade. Get to work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically, they were bribed because they were being lied to about how they died. And the reason about that, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, there were also certain demographics such as Quakers, Anabaptists, Jewish, etc., mm-hmm. uh, who didn't report their death to the church, so they didn't get counted. So, like, that's important for later on for us to remember. All right. But the searchers would report their findings and cause of death to the parish, who would report it to the headquarters of parishes, who would then report it to the Lord Mayor, and when things were really bad, it would be passed on to the Minister of State. Okay. Um, so it's like this whole like hierarchy going on. Okay. And I it, don't get it at all, but sense sounds right. Sounds so good. and searchers would walk with a giant white staff mm-hmm. and live far away from people. Like a large group of white people behind them that are like aides <laughs> to them. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they're like, like a senator. It, yeah. Like it, a Republican senator. They go around with a giant white staff. <laughs> they themselves own a very tiny white staff, and then they have also a giant white staff yeah. that follows them around. Well, it to make them feel like they have a bigger dick. Right. Because Right, because the Initial tiny white staff. I mean, it's... And they have a giant white staff. Micropenis. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Republican Senator Micropenis. This is this is a thing. <laughs> That's a real thing. Bring out your dad. What? Micropenises for Republican senators? It's a real thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Micropenises exist. Absolutely. Yeah. In Republican senators at a rate of like 45% more than the general population. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't... How do you know that scientific uh, Because guy? it's a completely made up stat. Oh. <laughs> I'm you're just so saying, gullible. You're, when you grow up, you're going to be amazing. Well, I'm just thinking that maybe you like you, you pounded a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, Republican senators. Yeah, no, you're fetish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I love people maybe. in the closet who hate themselves. Yeah, maybe I love so. to fuck them and degrade them. Well, you know who doesn't? You love this, and you're terrified. I'm going to no, tell people about I your secret. Never, I could never get it up for a Republican senator. Yeah, no, that's not me. So, anyway, the searchers, they had the giant white staff mm-hmm. so that people could avoid them. Because, like, and can you imagine, like, you're in the market and mm-hmm. you walk into someone and you look and you see they've got a white staff and you're like, fuck me. She's been dealing with dead people. Sure, dead people all the time. And now I've got dead people all over me. I don't think they mattered. They minded so all much. over me. <laughs> and I just wanted shit on me today. I, <laughs> that's the thing. If you're covered in diarrhea, do you really care? <laughs> Apparently, during the plague, the number of deaths from other illnesses, including consumption or tuberculosis, mm-hmm. apparently rose dramatically. Sure. It's generally just very dirty time. John Grant mm-hmm. uh, was one of the city's first like record, record keepers. Basically said that he believed that if a family gave the woman two goats instead of one, or a glass of ale, that they'd change the cause of death to a more desirable one. So instead of claiming it was like a Like what? A car accident? Well, no, like... <laughs> <laughs> A <laughs> uh, heart attack when having sex. That's yeah. what he did. That's well, it's what like, happened. It's like, wait, you you wrote down that this person died by a wagon running them over? They're not even broke? I can look at them. Mm, mm, yes, it was a wagon. But but there are no broken bones. It was a, it was a wagon. They've got boils mm. all over them. Mm-hmm, from the wagon. But... They're, they're wagon boils. Their fingers are black. Mm-hmm. It, from it, where the wagon... That's the where it rolled right over them. I mean, it really looks like the plague. It does. It was a plague wagon. What? So he, they did die from the plague. No, he contracted the plague after the, the hit. I'm not sure that that's possible. After death. It contracted plague after death. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason that they would do this, they're, they're getting bribed to, to do this, is because... Um, oh, and, and the searchers weren't the only ones guilty in doing this. If mm-hmm. a searcher wouldn't do it, family would go to the parish clerks and be like, how about you take a Ben Franklin? You know, like... 
Who is this? (laughs) (laughs) It's my little mate, Ben Franklin. Hello! (laughs) I'm not taking that child off your hand. I'm not a child. Fuck you, I'm ten. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not taking that young man off your hand. I'm young man, I'm old. I'll be dead by next year. (laughs) My life expectancy is 14. (laughs) I've already had three kids. (laughs) Younger Ben, younger Ben, and even younger Ben. (laughs) One's a fetus. (laughs) <laughs> when did I go? Wow. So the parish clerks would change the records as well. Mm-hmm. The reason, because if the plague, if anyone's caught dying from the plague, mm-hmm. the house... Don't uh, let me catch you dying from the plague. <laughs> There's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. <laughs> they, would, uh, they would board up the house for 40 days oh. and uh, no one could enter or exit. Oh. And anyone who was there had to... Death. Yeah, basically. Uh, they basically condemned the household to all die from the oh. plague or die from lack of food and water. Well, that is really definitely powerful uh, incentive not, not to, to yeah, admit that yeah. your, your guy died from uh, the plague. Sure. And, and the house would be marked with a red cross yeah. and a watchman would be de- stationed outside. This is outside. definitely a gunshot. Yeah. yeah. Gunshot wound to the head. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a gun? Uh, a pike. It's she's a, pike. a witch, it's like it's a, like a pike that goes very, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, London and Europe, as as we know, was no strangers to the plague. In fact, in uh, 1663, Amsterdam and Hamburg had their own plague outbreaks, uh, and London imposed quarantines on the ships that were coming to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the ship didn't obey, their, then homes and people who came from them were forced to wait for 40 days, similarly to the plague thing, and, and, mm-hmm. and before they're allowed in public. Wow. They, they didn't board you up, but they would, like, they keep you there, and they're mm-hmm. like, don't. House arrest. Yeah. They put the bracelet on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a lovely bracelet. Is Thank it made you. of gold? Thank you. It's made of shackles. <laughs> <laughs> stay here, you yeah. wench. The, uh, the house arrest bracelet was different. It was actually stationary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was, like, tied to with your radiator. Where am I supposed to shit? <laughs> shit wherever you want. That's, that's what, what we do. Who cares? Yeah. It's everywhere. Okay, so also, the final great plague, this particular one, 1665, was the second plague to be called that. The first great plague was in 1625, where 41,313 people died from it. Not many, it turns out. Right. So, And again, they think that that number is less because of the lying searchers and the religious men who are lying and a lot of liars. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of liars. Liars. lying, Lying religious people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, fortunately, that's changed. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to go back to actually 1599. The Netherlands had been experiencing the plague in really bad ways, and historians think that the they, it was the instigator of the London plague. Oh, okay. It's like an STD, like city STDs. So sure. like cities are Right, so the and, Netherlands is like country zero. Yeah. Okay. And in 1664, 16, uh, 1663, 1664, Amsterdam lost around 50,000 people. Whoa. And they actually think that London's plague started at the end of 1664 in, like, the winter, but because it was so wow. cold, it prevented the boats from getting there because the river was freezing. Okay. And so they couldn't ship stuff to them, like the fleas. Right. And also the cold weather kills fleas, kills rats, et cetera. Right. You really want it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's that, better. Plus the fact that all these searchers of the dead were like illiterate and didn't really know about and this health. way the, the what that's, a, that's like actually they, kind of worse though. Imagine a frozen diary and not falling on your Ow! A shitty icicle <laughs> will like stab you with a collarbone. <laughs> Talk about an unfortunate widow maker. God. How did Daddy die? I uh, was stabbed by a shitsicle. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was thinking something more glamorous. Uh, yes, uh, no. <laughs> well, I'm ten. Better go get a job now. <laughs> exactly. I'm it's, the man it's of the household. to support us. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
they they basically were misdiagnosing the plague earlier on, I think, and they were they had a prior smallpox outbreak in London in, in, in 1664. It mm-hmm. made it confusing because I guess they look similar-ish. Okay. Nah. Having never never had smallpox or the plague. Thanks, vaccines. They Yay. work, and they didn't give me autism. Well, jury's out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jenny McCartney. Uh, McCarthy, but sure. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Nobody really cares about her. Um, so the Dutch brought over a shipload of cotton to the other the outer docks in London near St. Giles in a field. And oh. the official plague had its kickoff. Yay, we're going to party. Everybody <laughs> grab a red solo cup. Yeah. <laughs> so in December 1664, two suspicious... <clears throat> Two suspicious deaths were reported. Did you just do that in my mouth? Bubonic. Why did you why did you just cough into my lungs? <laughs> Damn bubonic. It. Damn it. Pneumonic. Bubonic, bubonic, bubonic. Oh no. Septicemic. That's all I can say. Um, there were two suspicious deaths in sixteen sixty four in December and one more in February sixteen sixty five. But they weren't marked as a plague, so the officials didn't take action. But over the first several months the death toll started to climb. Mm. Quote from Wikipedia. Bloop, bloop. Just go ahead and I'll just do the climbing death toll. Uh, By the end of April, only four plague deaths had been recorded, two in the parish of St. Giles, but the total of deaths per week had ridden from 290 to 398. That's a lot. Weekly, is it? Yeah. Oh, my. Um, and even though in April only a few official cases have been reported, the mm-hmm. officials could finally see the writings on the wall. Yeah. And they're like... It's a run. Shit. <laughs> so they, they decided to um, quarantine the families in St. Giles in the field. Sure. Uh, and they boarded up one house, and it actually led to a riot. St. Giles in the field, stay in your house. Wait, the house or the field? In the house. In the field. St. Giles in the field. In the house. Yes. Everyone in St. Giles in the field. In the house. Wait. Wait. In the field or in the house? Governor, I'm confused. Am I in the house or in the field? Are you in St. Giles in the field? Yes. In the house. What? But I'm in the field. Get, get in the house. But in Are the you house? St. Giles? Yes. Are you St. Giles? No. Are you in St. Giles in the field? Yes. Get in the house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor confused, poor people they in England. They were sick. They were sick. That was a, that was a 14-year-old old man. <laughs> <laughs> so the rioters broke the quarantine people out of the boarded up home and it was generally a bad time for everyone sure. rioters caught were punished severely they didn't say how so I'm assuming they just were like forced to stand in the corner or something you know the rioters yeah yeah okay so they're probably just like stand in the corner and think about what you did let not the plague with people dunce cap yeah, yeah just, you just think about how you died <laughs> now they were probably like <laughs> killed or something I don't know um, so now officials were starting to build isolation hospitals away from the others okay now, as we know, the first two phases of the plague can only really be gotten by handling infected animals of or fleas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so taking people from their homes is not a bad thing, but it's not going to stop the people still living with the fleas from dying and getting okay. it. So, Give them a break. It's 1664. I mean, they're doing their They best. don't know anything. I know. Oh, bless their hearts. Yes. At the end of April, people inside the city, inside the city walls now, because St. Giles in the field is out um, in the field. In the field. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. They started hearing rumors... <laughs> That an outbreak was coming, and they started to freak out. Okay. Um, and May only brought warmer weather, which allowed the fleas to procreate and Whee! spread. They're like, yes, party! Yes, yeah. it's warm. Look mm. at all these bodies I can bite. I just like biting things. <laughs> Flea. 
Flee, flee, flee. The disease is now going to spread much quicker. Mm-hmm. And now there was a case inside the city walls because oh. rats can travel. Yeah, rats go everywhere. Yeah. yeah. They're like, hey, bitch, I'm going to live here now. I watch politics. Rats, rats go everywhere. <laughs> With micro penises. <laughs> so it led to a proclamation from the Lord Mayor that the people needed to start cleaning up around their homes and in their homes. Hello? Uh, get your laws off my fucking house. Yeah. Please. <laughs> After you all. Keep your own side of the street clean. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. It was a homeowner's responsibility, not a city one, to clean up the streets, apparently. Uh, But the city did hire some people to take care of the worst messes. They're like, okay, this shit pile's really big. We're not going to make... This particular one. It's also in the middle of a public square, so we can't really decide whose turn it is. Is it Mildred's or is it Betty's? Get the rakers. Yeah. Come on. As the plague plague really took hold, they decided to quarantine the whole area. and now London? Like, well, no, St. Giles. Oh, okay. So they they now had to have a reason to enter or exit St. Giles at this point. In the field. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Strawberries fields forever. St. <laughs> Giles dead forever. Um, by July, the illness was all over the city. Oh. On historicuk.com, they say that by May of 1665, 43 people had died of it. Oh. June, 6,137 people died of it. Oh. July, 17,036 oh. people died of it. And it's in its peak in August, 31,159 people died of the plague in uh, that month alone. Oh, oh. Yeah. So the nobility and the rich did the most... That's getting very bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So nobility and rich did the most responsible thing they, they could do. They left. They fled yeah! the countryside. Yeah. They said, fuck this. That's right. Our line's carrying on. Yeah. Good luck to you all, disgusting poor people. Your, your Highness, <laughs> maybe you won't, won't bring, bring us along. Oh, no, no. You're doing fine. But, uh, uh, my family's all dead. Sorry, uh, no room in the chateau. Uh, sorry. But you've got 20 rooms and... It's and just a small family palace. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Every room booked... Three- I'm sorry. Oh, but but you don't. You don't even know how many brooms we have. Oh, that's oh. so many. Oh dear. I'm sorry. Oh, my hand fell off. Oh yes. Why don't you grab that? Run, 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 run. <laughs> <laughs> so King Charles II took his family and court and went to Salisbury. Mm-hmm. And when the plague hit Salisbury, they moved on to Oxford. Whoop, time to move. Yep. <laughs> so you're not looking very. Time to go. Yep. So pretty much everyone rich fled with the exception of the aldermen, who mm-hmm. are like councilmen, mm-hmm. and the lord mayor. Mm-hmm. Businessmen fled, merchants fled, professionals fled. Wow. And if that wasn't bad enough, only a handful of clergymen, doctors, and apothecaries stayed to care for the ill and the dead. Let's keep the doctors and apothecaries and you can have the clergymen. How about that? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> so the plague got so bad that the poor people wanted to flee the city as well. Yeah, but right? they couldn't, really. And even though... They swim? Well, they yeah. Well, they didn't have the money necessarily to pick up and start over. So it was like they had to choose like stay here and maybe die, but like at least have a house, or maybe tr- go elsewhere and not have a house and maybe die. So like they would shit for them. You know, I uh, don't know why you think they're so disgusting and awful. People. I didn't say they I were don't disgusting. Understand why awful. you're trying to perpetrate that message? This seems to me like they're in just a hard spot. They are in a hard. That spot. They're just people in a tough spot. They they look good people. They chose their lot in life. Ah, uh-huh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're from Massachusetts, aren't you? I... <laughs> we have standards. <laughs> We're liberal elite. Oh, um, yeah. So, if it wasn't bad enough, the other cities were starting to grow weary of all the fleeing people, and they were reaching a p- point of overcrowding. What is this, a marathon? Come on. Yeah. I've been out here for hours cheering you on. All right, go, guys. Go. You're doing great. Oh I love the idea that the city is just applauding people fleeing the plague. <laughs> like, Run from that plague. Everyone's dying. Oh, You're doing great. Oh, look, that one's in an Elvis costume. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> so they actually started needing a bill of health in order to leave the city oh. during the height of the epidemic, mm-hmm. but it was basically impossible to get. Sure. Uh, because at this point... It, it, they're like, we do, you don't look that bad, but you're probably sick. Well, there were, the people were... I guess it, it took six days for the illness to take a hold, and you could be fine in the morning and dead by the evening. Like, it was that bad. Crap. Yeah, it's really not good. Those, those that were lucky to get the Bill of Health and mm-hmm. were escaping were being turned back. The other cities were like, fuck off. Really? Yeah. So people were opting to then stay in the wilds instead of oh. go back to the city, where basically the Hunger Games started. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay. They had to survive on what they could scavenge or steal. And, pita! Uh, <laughs> Katniss! <laughs> no, I mean, there's pita on the ground. I'm going to eat it. Oh, I'm going to eat it. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> that was me dying. That was the odds not being in your favor. <laughs> so, uh, most died of... Most people who were out there died in the summer because of starvation and thirst because sure. of how hot it was. Oh. And the hot heat was helping with the outbreak. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the worst of the outbreak. Yes, in let's do. July and August. This has not been bad enough yet. It was so bad that burial grounds had no more room. Okay. So they're basically digging up new ditches for the bodies. Okay. Right? Perfect. Oh, yeah, sure. This is the time when Bring Out Your Dead came about. Oh, fun. Wherever you fall, that's where you're buried. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So people were now bringing their dead out and loading them onto carts to be brought to these pits to be dumped. And uh, the city officials thought that this might upset people. I have a fun new job. <laughs> What's your job, mate? <laughs> I, uh, I, you bring out your dead to me, and I cart them away. I used to be a raker, so it's a real step up. But now you're just around people with the black death. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, God, it's in me lungs! <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, city officials thought that this might upset people. Why? Why would it upset people? I don't know. I'm just know. loading dead people on the cars. Here's another yeah. strange belief they used to have. <laughs> but, but what's funny to me is that, like, there's probably thing that's creepier at night. Like, you're trying to sleep and you just hear this bell, bring out your dead! That's creepy. Bring out your dead! That's definitely creepy. And, uh, ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. When it got really bad, the night shift alone wasn't enough, and there were enough body collectors that were dead now from the Black Death sure. that they had to start doing it day and night. Because oh also, God. people were being, like, stacked outside and left for the body. It's collector. like a garbage strike, but right. like, way worse. Oh. Yeah. The quote from Wikipedia is, As time went on, there were too many victims and too few drivers to remove the bodies, which began to be stacked up against the walls of houses. Daytime collection was resumed, and the plague pits became mounds of decomposing corpses. Ugh. In the parish of Aldgate... A great hole was dug near the churchyard, 50 feet long and 20 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Digging was continued by laborers at one end, while the dead carts tipped in corpses at the other. Oh. There was, when there was no room for further extension, it was dug deeper until the groundwater was reached at 20 feet. When finally covered with earth, it housed 1,114 corpses. It's like the opposite of the Love Canal. It's like the terrible, horrible Death Canal, Hell Canal. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Lord. It's like, yeah. That's an image that they're building it out as they're filling it up the other direction. Oh. Yeah. And okay. So at this time, plague doctors were now roaming the streets, identifying people, even though they had very little training. Mm-hmm. But, like, at this point, you kind of know who has it. Yeah. And you don't need a lot of training there. Yeah. Is, that, is that a mole? Nope. That's nope. your nose falling off. Just <laughs> shoot him down. So if, if that wasn't bad enough, people started thinking that maybe animals might have something to do with this. Maybe. Right? Mm. And I'm like, okay, they're onto something. I, they're onto something, but something tells me they're going to do something really bad about that. Yeah. So the Lord Mayor mm. ordered the execution of stray cats and dogs. Oh, come on, man. 
<laughs> oh, come on. It's because you can't shoot fleas, I guess. Like, right. You have to so be really good. This allowed the rats and the fleas to go hot wild. <laughs> Amazing. So nothing was hunting the things that were actually doing it. Yeah. So basically, the the, the spread the illnesses further and long, oh longer my. than it might have been. Isn't this wonderful? That's such a great lesson. Like, you just, like, like be careful what your solution is. Well, and he's trying know? so hard. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I have sympathy for the Lord Mayor because he, he stayed. to <laughs> best of intentions. But, like, he but then... actually ends up killing the things that are hunted that are actually, like, keeping whatever lid on the situation that could be. Well, and all I can think of is how many tens of thousands of extra people died because of that one move. Yeah, absolutely. Like, tens of thousands. Best intentions. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, and <laughs> if, The uh, best intentions of disease-carrying mice and men. Yeah. Like, so, if, if that wasn't bad enough, the people at this time thought that smoking tobacco was a uh, prophylactic, mm-hmm. and they all claimed that no London tobacco tobacconist mm-hmm. uh, died during the plague. Mm-hmm. It, it my guess. My guess is that they were rich and they fled mm-hmm. when it started so they didn't die. Or the other theory... Oh, it, the theory started... They, they basically started building bonfires around the city mm-hmm. um, day and night to clean the air. Um, <laughs> and Because they thought it was like airborne. Yeah. And they're like, we got to clean the air, so let's... By putting more smoke into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh... That my... one seems like it shouldn't work out on its face. Like, yeah. well, like, what we really need here is to clean the air by by making it impossible to see through. Right. So mm-hmm. now you've got the smell of bonfires everywhere and rotting like corpses that. and... crackling yeah. fire. <laughs> and... Take out the corpses and we're, you know, you're in Vermont in the in the winter. It's oh. Nice. They have the theories that rats didn't like tobacco, maybe. They don't like the smell of it. So maybe they stayed away from the tobacconists. Well, finally, the rats have some sense. Maybe, yeah. I mean... Yeah, they're not stupid. They're mm-hmm. smart. Rat, rat, rat. Um, <laughs> so the only reason that people didn't starve to death in London is because St. John Lawrence, along with... Sir John? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can read. St. John. Sir John Lawrence, along with the Corporation of London... Wait, Jesus' Apostle came too? Right, yeah. St. <laughs> Giles is here as well. He's like... You guys are fucked and on your own. And I'm out. I'm yeah. just going to stay in my field. I'm going to go into my field. And I'm going to be there. And With my strawberries. I'll call St. John, though, for you. Yeah. All right? He's on the way. <laughs> so Sir John Lawrence, along with the Corporation of London, paid well above the price for food to be brought into the city for those who were dying to eat. Well, there's a hero. Yeah, he did a pretty good job. And the areas around London like also set up these like weird markets because like they, they depended on London to buy their food. Okay. And they're like, well, London's all dying. Like, no one's buying our food. So they have these markets where they would leave the food in the center and they would walk away and hide. And then, so you have to quote from Wikipedia, another food source with the villages around London, which denied their usual sales in the capital, left vegetables in specified market areas, negotiated their sale by shouting, and collected their payment after the money had been left submerged in a bucket of water to disinfect the coin. Wow. So, like, there was some smarts here. Wow. But, like, I just like the idea of, like, Two shillings. Yeah. I'm just going to give you one. No, I said two. I have the plague. What are you going to do to me? I'm just going to give you one. Uh-huh. In fact, you know what? I'm not going to give you any. I'm, I'm walking right up to that, so you can come take it away from me if you want to. Yeah. Take all the money I've got. Here's one penny. Yeah. And um, I'm taking these apples. And here's the thing. Like, putting it in water is not going to, like, disinfect it. Well, obviously. It's just going to infect the water. Well, sure. Well, but we all know that the plague doesn't get right. spread by... Well, that's how they got the coins out of the bottom, they drank the water. So that wasn't so useful. <laughs> <laughs> this water is tasty. Mm. Um, I did find on historicuk.com that some villages had a stone cross with a small hole or ditch for the, the in the center, like, marketplace area mm-hmm. that they would pour um, vinegar into to disinfect the coins. Mm-hmm. That actually would work. Really? I think, because vinegar is like, isn't it like 
acidic or super... I, I don't know. I just assume it would work. Um, anyway... Well, that's what they were doing, too, so you're in a great tradition there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... It's a wild you, guess. You know, uh, kill all the cats and yeah, dogs. I think we should, we should submerge it in shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Oh, yes, yes. Stick it in a pig's ear. Yes. That'll do. Stick it in the pig's rear. Mm-hmm. Do you hear about that thing in Alabama? What? Was it Alabama that they, they were voting to get rid of bestiality and 10 Republican people voted to not get rid of it? <laughs> it was either Alabama or Louisiana. It was one of those states. I know. I haven't heard and, that. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 the thing passed. They, they, they're outlawing bestiality. Okay. But 10 of them were like, no, we should still um, do that. Yeah, that's, yeah, those are the real libertarians. Oh, my God. Know, or just pig fuckers. Just like, good luck with your plague. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so depending on what part of London you lived in, anywhere from 30% to 50% of the people died. Whoa. And there was one village that was filled with heroes and might have saved countless of others. The village is called EM in Derbyshire. 80% of the village died after someone brought their laundry into town filled with the fleas. Jeez. So this guy's like, I want to do my laundry. What do you mean, what do you mean by filled with heroes? Well, they're filled with heroes because William Mom Pesson, the mm-hmm. rector, convinced the town to hold the door and basically wait until the illness had run its course before leaving. Did he stand against the door and go, hold door, hold door, hold door? <laughs> yeah, this is actually the creation story of Hodor. Fantastic. <laughs> the plague is That's incredible. Wow. Hodor. Here's the bright side. The bright side is we get Game of Thrones. Out Game of Thrones. Game Terrific. of Thrones. Um, so one, one could argue that if the people who didn't get the plague beforehand and mm-hmm. didn't get bitten left they wouldn't have gotten they wouldn't oh. have died but they did keep it there and they didn't give it to other people they didn't know how it was given oh, around and so they they did um his wife died oh but he lived oh my wife's dead <laughs> <laughs> but i'm still alive yeah britannica says the worst of the plague in london were the outskirts where the poor lived uh, and it wouldn't be until February 1666 that King Charles II would return to the city. Okay. At the end of the year, the death count dropped because of the cold weather and the fleas were dying off. Mm-hmm. But the bills of deaths would still show cases of plague until 1679. Wow. Yeah. Little, like little a long spurts. time. Yeah. According to records, uh, 68,596 people died from the plague in London in 1665. Jeez. However... People think that it was probably twice as many due to the lying on records mm-hmm. and people didn't report. Whoa. So they estimate that about 200,000 people in the nation died during this epidemic. England in 1650 was around 5.25 million. Mm-hmm. In 1980, it was decimated down to 4.9. 1680. Sorry, 1680. Thank you. And then it finally reached 5 million again in 1700. Okay. Um, other illnesses helped bring down the population further than the 200,000, obviously. What helpful illnesses. I know. Smallpox, it's like... Hey, Plague. I know I'm called smallpox, but I'm actually a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be in pain. <laughs> um, so, as we know, in February 1666, the king returned, and so did the rest of the rich and business people, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, so, what did we miss? Uh, <laughs> I've just been off on a mm, oh, ooh, lovely vacation. Yeah, they're like, it's been terrible, my lord. Oh, I'm so sorry here. Everyone that. here is... PTSD. But I'm back now, so yes, tell me stories. You've done nothing. Mm, I wouldn't say that. I got my shooting game up. <laughs> when the king returned, the rest of the rich people did, and Lord Clarendon, who was the Lord Chancellor, apparently said, The streets were full, and, and exchange was as much crowded, the people in all places as numerous as they've ever been. Mm. And uh, they think that the return of the rich brought people from other cities to towns 
to fill the jobs of those who died. Okay. So basically, like, the rich people like left their maids, and the maids all died, and oh. like they're like, "Well, I need a new maid now." Sure. Shame on you, Martha. You were supposed to live. Mm-mm. I said one thing: clean the house and live. I would play Martha, but she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear like uh, that's the wind the death rattle. The yeah, that's, that's what Martha um, can do. So um, <laughs> thanks for casting me in that role. You're welcome. <laughs> Damn it, Martha! You didn't empty my chamber. <laughs> okay, so what is the bright side to the? We're plague? at the bright side. We made the bright side of the play. We, we made, made it through. Thank God death. we didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> so people or me anyway suddenly were living longer. What? Yep. After the plague, those who survived were able to charge more for work since there were less people alive to do said work. Uh-huh. They could afford better food. Oh, they were thus healthier. They could go to a market and just pay for it yep. instead of leaving the coins in a shit, <laughs> in a pile of shit in the middle of the town. So the plague raised life expectancy after it? Yeah. Whoa. Before the plague, uh, you had a 10% chance of reaching 70. After the plague, if you, especially if you survived the infection yourself, mm-hmm. you had a 20% chance to live to 70. Wow. So that was a big jump for back yeah. then. And they talk about like how there's a little bit of like natural selection happening. A quote from Scientific American, that discovery raised the question of whether the plague acted as a force of selection by targeting frail people. If people's susceptibility to the plague was somehow genetic, perhaps they had weaker immune systems or other health problems with the genetic bias, uh, Mm -hmm. then those who survived might pass along stronger genes to their children. Oh, so the strong survive, and then they procreate, and so then the the general population is basically genetically stronger. Right. Well, they also, um, it was a hardier post-plague population where they actually think that descendants from the plague show resistant slash immune genes to the plague. Oh wow! Yeah, so, so like we've the like genetically created encoded... like bionic people, right? That's amazing. And that... so this actually makes a lot. I mean, look, look, that turned like England, right? Yeah, into the stiff upper lip people that it was. Yeah, maybe, maybe the plague created the whole like hearty English, you know, like Attitude. not complaining, sort of get through it. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, come on, Timmy, stiff upper lip, you survived the plague. That's right. You're 15 now, all right. You're an old man. Yeah, you've survived past 10. That's right. Yeah, so there's only a five percent chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want you to hear you complaining about anything ever again. Yeah, pick up your shit and walk along. That's right. Move it. Okay, and this is basically where we end the first part of our two-part episode. Uh, we're going to leave this with a little gem. Oh, fun. fun. If 1665 wasn't bad enough... It in, was. In 1666, another tragedy would fall upon London. A different... An unrelated entirely tragedy. unrelated tragedy. If, so part two is going to be what happened in the next year? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> and as you can guess it... Everyone's totally cool about oh my this. God. <laughs> wow. All right. So the bright side of the uh, Black Plague of London was that it created a much hardier, more resilient population. Yeah. Who are going to be able to handle the next shitstorm thrown at them. That's right. And they're going to need it. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what's coming, but it'll, we'll find out next week. Oh, my gosh. Well, we've... We hope you've had a, a wonderful time this week on the bright side. Yeah, don't get uh, don't get bubonic. And if you're uh, listening in England, you know, don't complain about anything. Yeah, you guys are strong. That's mate. right. You have this thing to thank for your resilience. So. Hello, governor. Hello. You're genetically superior. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, but don't go too far with that idea. Oh, <laughs> colonial. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'm tempted. We're, we're discovering where. 
<laughs> See, history is a thread, really. So the plague, then you've got a really resilient, genetically superior population who then decides that they're genetically superior and then creates the whole rest of the world. History. And wipes out the entire world. Oops. My bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. That's a real bright, bright side. <laughs> Maybe we can go back in time and stop that. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Not you, thank oh. you, the people listening. <laughs> not you, you have to join us. <laughs> We're not a... <laughs> Stop coughing in my lungs! <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.